0: Folks, uh, we have heard mullahs and Islamic political activists that if Muslims held Quran dear, they can conquer the world again uh, as they did in 7th century. These people are the biggest exploiter of Quran. Most of them don't really know what it says. Read most ayahs, with wrong pretext the non-Arabs don't even read it right prey on women like young girls and have illicit relations force them to marry as second or third wife in their harem customary of Muslim culture for 5000 years we hear countless affairs of these heartless crooks. Now, we know that uh, first time when Quran holder conquered the world was 7th century when they overran the large swath of land around them. That was a time the military tactics of sieging a city and town, and night raids were very effective. In today's time, only you can do it in dreams. We've seen ISIS tried it in Iraq just recently, and night vision artillery and air bombing flushed all jihadis around town. They were all blasted off. In the in the 7th century, the helpless towns could not withstand the barbaric or barbarism of Arab attackers and surrendered. We've seen in, 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 for 700 years, Afghan attackers were also successful in India with, this, with these tactics until British came and flush them out, and their advanced military tactics ran over them. The Prophet and the Caliph had free supply of warriors in those days, who were told this is Allah's war, and they have no choice but to do it. Once a call of jihad is made, every able-bodied person has to go to war. The tribal leaders were never in the front. Only the soldiers faced the enemy and they have no choice but to die or be victor. Quran gave them open orders to kill and be proud of it. If victor, they get plunder. If died, they go to heaven and get huris, wine, milk, and whatever they need for free. The description of the huris promised is almost x which is good enough for young sex-starved jihadis. While the poor were forced to, forced or tempted to die, Arab leaders, the rich, stayed safe. Even Prophet's son-in-law, Osman, the third caliph, stayed at home during the War of Badr, the first major conflict with Meccans. He gave the excuse that he is sick this is in history written by Arabs themselves we can see that even today in 1992 when hundreds of US soldiers sacrificed their life to save Saudi Arabia from Saddam Hussein no prince or Saudi royal family member was on war front the big mullahs and jihadi warriors in pakistan operating in kashmir or other countries on the behest of ghq have their kids future sec- secured on national tv a journalist who asked the the question to the leader of so-called kashmiri jihad Sayed Salahuddin that why his kids are being educated in professional colleges and have high degrees, while he is asking others' kids to join the jihad. His answer was long silence. I don't see that journalist on TV that much. He may be under some kind of military or ISI azab because their questions are not allowed in Pakistan. Even today, Mullah and military in Pakistan use the same tactic. The sons and daughters of poor people die for them, while their own kids get high-level education and are mostly foreign nationals and have secured future. We guess 90% of high-level military officers, bureaucrats, and religious figures have their kids and families as foreign nationals or with Dubai Akama. They don't believe Quran and Allah can help them secure the future of their family. Even the ex-Prime Minister or the current Prime Minister have their kid as UK nationals. It is a very strange country and God knows for how long. The major use of Quran is mainly on five things. One, the call for jihad, mandatory on every poor to get killed at the will of the powerful 2. Allowing killing and plundering with impunity including civilians, women and even kids and take everything from the city they conquered 3. Horrific punishments to non-Muslims if they war with you or even slave if they try to run Number four, men put leaders of women allowed to beat them and keep them inside the house. The call for eliminating other faiths and make it mandatory for every Muslim. This indiscriminate killing called Qatalfi Sabilillah means killing in the name of God become the rule of the day in the society and we saw numerous killings even among Arabs from 7th century till today and Quran is the source of this call. Uh, Eliminating eliminating the other faiths and uh, conversion uh, particularly forced conversions did not continue long because this tactic of Arab Caliphate did not uh, help them to maintain the areas they conquered. Once they had to manage bigger cities and populated areas, they had to rethink and make some changes in chronic injections. The Umayyads changed the military tactic, stopped taking over everything, and introduced inclusive politics. They got the support of Christians and other faiths, particularly in Syria, after a workable living was established. That helped Umayyad to create a governing system without killing or converting everybody. And they had no option, because 90% of their income was from non-Muslims. Muslims Muslims were not, not taxed. This was a major weakness in Quran and Islamic system, which haunted them later and even today, when we see every mullah having his own opinion about the taxation and how it should apply. In modern times, tax is the key to civilization and everyone paying taxes with honesty. If not, they face the trouble and jail time, but not in Muslim countries. In Islamic countries, because Quran says not to tax Muslim, we see 90% of Muslims not paying their due share and the government has to take loan to run the country. This creates a beggar mentality and everyone blames other for not doing what the country should do for them. It is not what they do for country, but look for what country can do for, for them. In Pakistan, country of 220 million people, only 2 million pay taxes, unwillingly, because Quran tells his followers not to tax Muslims. That is why the government applies indirect taxes, value-added taxes, etc., which hurts the economy and competition of the country in international trade. We have seen in every aspect of business a cartel has formed to exploit the system and poor Imran Khan seems helpless because even GHQ has formed a cartel as the military is involved in all kinds of business ventures, almost more than 20 industries. If Quran had told in 7th century that everyone should pay its due taxes and Muslim and non-Muslim should not be discriminated, we could have had good progress among Arabs. But as I said, Quran is for cave age culture, not modern civilized culture because it creates a racist society where Arabs are supreme. Umayyads continued that racism for 120 years. Abbasid did it for many hundred years and every other Muslim empire followed it. They never saw the light of human values and equality. Even today, we see every Arab claims to be supreme to other Arabs. Non Arabs are not even in the list. They are only slaves and dogs. If you work in countries, if you work in civilized countries, in few years they will give you nationality and financial coverage no matter which religion, color, sex, or creed you belong. In Arab countries, you work for 50 years. And you are still a worker and have no rights because Quran says so. In the next episode, we will expose the terrible claims Quran makes about the earth, the universe, natural phenomena and claim that Allah does it, does it. And our punishment by so called bad habits of non Muslims. However, most of the victims of these natural phenomena, uh, earthquakes, etc., are Muslims themselves. When tragedies strike, Muslim mullahs says, What do you expect when your women wear jeans? Come to us and we will Ask for forgiveness from Almighty. Really? This senseless excuse works every time because Muslim brains are totally clogged with stupidity. Keep listening.